Hey, what's up, everybody? Alex Rogers from ProteinFactory.com, and here with another podcast talking about stuff that you could do to help muscle grow and pre-workout hacks and protein hacks and strength hacks really using my supplements that I sell and my protein powders that I sell. And you really can create the best products possible really in the world by using my products. Some I carry, some I don't carry, and I gladly tell you something that if I don't carry it, I'll tell you where to get it. So, you know, as far as protein powders goes, yeah, nothing beats my stuff anywhere in the world. So I could put that up against anybody, any supplement company, and um, I'll debate them any day of the week. And yeah, so let's get into it. So the first is really muscle growth. And, you know, most people that, that I'm that most of my customers really want to know about muscle growth. So using hydrolyzed protein, okay, so a lot of people don't know that hydrolyzed protein, one of the reasons why people experience great gains from hydrolyzed protein is because that it does have an insulin impact on the body. So what happens is is the product is digested so fast and so quickly that the insulin spikes, and insulin is probably one of the most anabolic hormones in the body of course besides like testosterone and androgenic hormones insulin is is very anabolic so the key is to use hydrolyzed proteins often to give you that insulin spike especially pre and post-workout remember there's really you know in the past i would always tell people to use your protein powder post-workout to get that recovery and i still do but um the research really says it really doesn't matter. You could use protein powder pre or post workout, just as long as it's around your workouts. That's when you want to consume it. So that being said, you can take the hydrolyzed 520 that we sell and combine it with other hydrolyzed proteins. So you can do something like one tablespoon of hydrolyzed 520 one tablespoon of Salmabolic 98, and one tablespoon of Pepto-Pro. You could even go maybe three-quarters of a tablespoon because that's right there. That's about, mm, I don't know, about 15 grams of, of protein powder, you know, about 20 grams of powder and about 15 grams of actual protein. And then you want to put that creatine in there or you want to put the hydrolyzed BCAs in there or even the leucine peptides. I'm trying to, I mean... I don't know, BCA, probably the leucine peptides, actually. I'd go about a teaspoon of leucine peptides. And then if you, if you weren't concerned with body fat or you were, you know, an ectomorph like myself, mix it with a high GI carb, okay? Just take 32 ounces of Gatorade or you could even get, you can, you can go crazy stuff. You can go with rice sugar. You can go with date powder. You can eat a watermelon. Anything that has a decent sugar content, and just mix that hydrolyzed protein right in there for more of an insulin spike. Creatine, of course, you want to put in there. And it's it's really easy to drink hydrolyzed proteins as long as you don't consider it a protein shake. If you try to make a milkshake out of it and you want, you know, cookies and cream, Cinnabon, BS, okay, don't use hydrolyzed proteins. Make a drink out of it. So 32 ounce, you know, 20 ounce. I mean, if you try to go 10 ounce, it ain't going to work. You know, really dilute the stuff. And... Yeah, that that's a great little trick. And then you could also combine R-alpha-lipoic acid with that as well. And I have that in a creatine stack on my site. You'll see that. You could take R-A-L-A with that. And that really does create a just one of the most anabolic 
drinks you could have, and you're not going to find that anywhere in the supplement industry, you know, just because the hydrolyzed proteins are so, uh, I would say, niche, so elite, that uh, the taste, you know, people want milkshakes, you know, they don't want, uh, they don't want really any bad tasting stuff, so hydrolyzed proteins are not found on the shelves of GNC or Vitamin Shop or anything like that. So yeah, so combine these protein sources. I mean, technically, from the data that, if you look at the hydrolyzed salmon data, that gives the biggest insulin spike. So if you want to go 100% salmon, do that and just use it as like an, an anabolic drink. You know, 100% salmonbolic 98 with creatine and the RLA. You just, I mean, man, you cannot go wrong with that thing. Okay, um, another growth stack that I was that I use all the time is the fasting one and I won't eat breakfast or lunch okay I will just eat dinner and then before I go to bed I will just use the L-DOPA 400 and the Alpha GPC which I just love lately I take that right before I go to bed I stack them together and that'll spike my growth hormone and um, yeah I've gotten I think I've gotten stronger and leaner over the summer I've been doing that um, I'll probably stop doing it soon and then just go switch it up. Just because I like to switch it up every once in a while. I think it just works better. But, um, yeah, I mean, I leaned out this summer, and I actually got stronger, which was cool. You know, I was benching, I think I was benching, like, 200 for reps the other day, which was pretty awesome for me, being that I'm an ectomorph, my arms are long. You know, bench pressing is probably my weakest event. Um, okay, so... Muscle shake. Here's a here's a muscle shake. Don't not do not underestimate muscle shake. Okay, muscle shake is, and there's nothing else like muscle shake because I it's custom made for us. It's a native whey protein casein milk isolate blend. Native. Okay, and I've had people take this in the past. I have vocal testimonies, vocal testimonials on the page of it that people see great results with this. So. If you're going to use it, if you want to try it, try it at night, okay? Try it at night. Use about, I would do about 30 to 40 grams of it right before you go to bed. And yeah, I mean, supposedly when you wake up, um, you're more you're more anabolic and it keeps you anabolic through the night. But that's one that, that uh, I know my customers have been seeing some success with. Then Depot. I still have Depot on sale. I announced the sale about two weeks ago. I still have it on sale. It's a great product. You, you gotta, I mean, it's not a must, but you really should try the Depot to combine it with, um, with a hydrolyzed protein. Because remember, hydrolyzed proteins aren't 100% uh, hydrolyzed. Nothing's 100% hydrolyzed. These hydrolyzed proteins, max I've seen, is about 30%. So combine the Depot, our Depot Nitrolase 250, with the hydrolyzed protein. I mean, you just just talking about an increase of quality. I mean, just a great, great supplement to use with the hydrolyzed proteins. Okay. All right. So going into so that that covers protein for now. Um, okay. Let's go into pre workout. Now pre workout. Keep in mind you have there's different. I'd say two different categories of pre workouts right now. One is the pre-workout that most of the mass market knows about, and that's the that's the stimulant, okay, which I don't consider a pre-workout. Okay, I still don't consider a pre-workout. And I think anybody that uses a pre-workout, it's just it's so 
ineffective for muscle growth. It's just, it's just nobody could prove to me that these common, these stimulant pre-workouts help build muscle. Now, yes, they, they contain these stimulants and, you know, oh, I, I you know, they, they make me stronger in the gym, whatever. It's one step forward, two steps back. There's nothing anabolic about caffeine. There's nothing, nothing anabolic. Prove to me, show me a study that says caffeine is anabolic. You're never going to see it. Yeah, caffeine may, may increase your strength for the time being for that workout or it may increase your speed on the track, you know, on the track field or the track, whatever. But it's not going to increase your strength and it's not going to build muscle mass. So I don't use caffeine. I've, I, ca- people that use caffeine, they're, they're addicts, okay? They're, they're addicts. They can't get off it. I never use caffeine. I never will caffeine. I don't want to be addicted to anything. So... This talk about pre-workout is dealing with, that I'm dealing with, is stuff that's actually good for your body. Nutrients that will actually help you, that will helpful, helpful, help, hopefully get you out of a catabolic state. Remember, because when you work out, you're going catabolic no matter what. Okay, unless you're, even though I think if you're taking steroids, you're still going to go catabolic, but just for a short time. But, you know, if you're natural, there's, there's, no, there's no way around it. You work out. You train, you're going catabolic. So how do you get out of that catabolic state? Well, it's not by taking caffeine. Caffeine will actually make make you more catabolic because it releases cortisol in the body. Okay, so right away, um, protein intake, which I already mentioned already. However, for pre-workout, Tectanic Red. Okay, our Tectanic Red that we sell, of course, still, I believe, is... I. Still, I look around every day. I'm on. I'm in. I've been doing this for 20 years. I have yet to see a product that could outclass the nitrate levels that are in the Tectanic Red, which is beetroot powder. Okay, you have a lot of beetroot powders being sold today, but nothing is designer. It's all just standard beetroot powder. Tectanic Red is 25 times the nitrate level as regular beetroot powder. And if you look at Tectanic Red, if you ever used it before. The powder is looks so different than regular beetroot powder. It's not even funny. So you'll see what I'm talking about. But just keep in mind, if you use Tectanic Red two hours before you work out, and do not use mouthwash, okay? Mouthwash kills the bacteria that is needed to absorb the inorganic nitrates in Tectanic Red, okay? And Tectanic Red will helps with vasodilation, without a doubt. You know, so and and don't combine tectanic red with any caffeine or any stimulant pre-workout because caffeine is a vasoconstrictor as well. Okay, what is a vasoconstrictor? Well, it's going to constrict your your blood vessels. That's why it's used for uh, when you have a headache. Okay, you you see the you know these pills that are supposedly good for migraines. They contain caffeine because it's a vasoconstrictor. Okay, so don't do that. Now, what you can do, what you can do if you wanted to up the game is combine citrulline with tectanic red okay so you take tectanic red about two hours before you work out then you use the citrulline peptides i would go mm, maybe two teaspoons or a heaping tablespoons heaping tablespoon okay and citrulline peptides without a doubt will give you a better pump much better than l-arginine okay i've mentioned this in the past i used to combine i haven't done it in a while but believe it or not, I have a sample of watermelon juice powder, and then I'm gonna get that I'm gonna start selling soon. But combine citrulline peptides with watermelon. If that's a little little hack there, 
Watermelon does contain naturally occurring citrulline, which is probably better absorbed than L-citrulline. Okay, keep in mind, I'm not talking about L-citrulline. I'm not, I don't like free-form amino acids. Of course, I think free-form BCAAs are obsolete. They're completely, they're not worthless, but they're worthless to buy because you can just use whey protein. And whey protein will give you just as many, if not more, BCAAs than free-form amino acids and they absorb better, okay? So getting back to the pump, citrulline peptides I sell, okay? Technically, it's a hydrolyzed protein, but it's just very high in citrulline peptides, okay? And I mentioned this just before, arginine sucks. I, I don't really, I mean, there are other vasodilators out there, and they're all, and most of them are antioxidant-based, like um, grapes, and I've seen it all coming from different kind of superfruits, okay? And the companies pr uh, promote them as vasodilators, which is fine, and you can find those all over the place. But as far as an actual product that increases a pump, as far as L-arginine, or I really can't think of any off the top of my head that blow my mind away, with the exception of Tectanic Red. You know, Tectanic Red is easily the best. Oh, and you could also increase your sodium intake as well. So what I would probably do is Tectanic Red two hours before you work out, citrulline peptide and you can just throw in some sodium table salt throw it in the throw it in with the citrulline peptides and that will also give you a better pump sodium um sodium is just known to do that uh, my friend dr Kolker, he does it all the time you eat a lot of sodium before you work out and without a doubt you'll get a better pump um creatine a lot of people should i a lot of people ask me all the time do i need to take creatine pre-workout no you don't um Creatine is not a stimulant. Oh, and don't combine creatine with caffeine. That's the other thing. I see pre-workouts that have caffeine in it and creatine, and I just laugh. I just laugh. You cannot combine caffeine with creatine. Um, other than that, for pre-workout carbs. I mean, carbs is a no-brainer. I mean, feel free to drink carbs uh, pre-workout as well. Okay? Um, finally testosterone okay testosterone boosters testosterone supplements whatever you want to call them the main problem with the testosterone boosters or testosterone supplements on the market i'm talking about the natural stuff i'm not talking about sarms or uh, pro hormones okay i'm talking about just the herbs is that yes they do increase testosterone levels like lj100 tribulus the data is there okay the data is there the problem with them is that they don't increase testosterone long enough to produce an anabolic effect that's going to build muscle or increase muscle protein synthesis, okay? So are they good for libido? libido? Hell yeah. If you want to take them for libido, go for it. If you want to take them, if you, if you think you're going to take LJ100 or LJ450 and increase muscle mass, it ain't going to happen, Okay. Well, you could, however, of course, take the Unleashed. Now, the Unleashed we've been selling now for 10 years. The Unleashed we've been selling for 10 years, so it's been proven over the years. I mean, it's I think it's one of the number one selling testosterone supplements of all time, actually. So if you want a, a good testosterone product, just don't get the LJ100 or LJ450 or Triplets by itself. You always have to combine with Unleashed. Unless you, you know, if you want to use it for libido, that's fine. Then... Then get the LJ450-100. But don't ever think that you could take any of these supplement companies 
other supplement companies, testosterone boosters are going to, you know, increase muscle mass. They're not. I mean, testosterone supplements have been around for God knows how long, since the 80s. Not one, if it, if it did increase muscle mass, then it'd be a drug, okay? So they just don't work, okay? So don't be fooled by any of these kitchen sink testosterone supplements or anything that says, you know, they, no, no, they just don't work, okay? So that's it. So next time I'm going to talk about uh, fat loss hacks and some uh, some strength hacks and fish oil, cancer. You know, cancer is a big one. You should always have. You should always take an anti-cancer product because every day you're subjecting your body to things that do cause cancer. So that's my train of thought. You know. So if you're if you're subjecting your body every day to products that cause cancer, you know, especially artificial colors. Real bad for you, real bad. Artificial. I'm still. I still don't like artificial sweeteners. I still think they're they're bad news. But artificial colors for sure. Um, you know things that cause cancer. You gotta take something that's gonna fight cancer. Okay, so that'll be next podcast. All right. As always, anybody with questions can text me seven three two nine zero one ninety six hundred, and I'll talk to you next time.